and welcome to the Get Out of Gaming podcast party chat. Uh, I got a real special one for you guys today where we're talking about uh, and ranking the PlayStation consoles. But before we get into that, let's get and see who's with us today. So with us, we have Spencer. Hello. How's it going, Ben? What's up? It's great. It's great. It's a lovely evening. And you excited to, to, to rank your PlayStation consoles, man? Uh, I, I was uh, before I was talking to to you about. I think I got you where you you would be, but who knows? It's gonna be a. I think this is gonna be a very crazy episode. We're gonna you know think about what everyone's got. So um, and also we got Alex over there. What's up, Alex? Hello. I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. I was just getting ready to say that. I was gonna be like, how is Alex today? Yeah, I I knew you were. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm doing I'm doing well. You know, I'm ready to rank some of these and have some hot takes. So, as they say. Hot take, hot take. Yeah, I know we uh, kind of talked about it last week, but did you guys, um, how, how do we want to run through this anyway? Do we just want to start from the bottom and work our way up one at a time? I think we work from the, yeah, from what is our, our last console, and we'll each take a turn, and then, you know, get to our, our number ones. Yay, okay. Well, All right. who, wants to, uh, who wants to go first? That's the real question. I think Alex does. Look at I don't, know. actually, because I know what your guys' is, so... I'll go first, if you guys... I mean, yeah, whoever... See, I, I think it's a treat to go last here, because then you're the, the last one talking about your favorite console. What a way to cap the episode, you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let you two fight over that one. So, I'll All go right. ahead and go first. Um, and as you guys know, because I spoiled it last week for you, uh, my least favorite of the six consoles, the home consoles and the two... You know, the PSP and the Vita, the handhelds that we're ranking here. Uh, my number six is the PSP. So, ooh, big surprise, you know. Um, well, yeah, the PSP, Shocker. though. <laughs> yeah, right? Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to rank much higher than that today, guys. So strap in. Um, but, uh, yeah, released in Japan uh, December 12th. And here in North America, March 24th, 2005. Um, it was actually 2004 for Japan, obviously. That's how time works. Um, but, yeah, I just don't have much of a, um, you know, love or, yeah, any love whatsoever for this console or any affection for it, um, for that matter. I mean, I never had one growing up which I think is really where the problem lies for me and, like, why I have zero, um, you know, affinity for this uh, console compared to, like, the actual home consoles. Um, you know, I even, thankfully, had a Vita at one point in time, but as far as it was for handhelds for me growing up, it was pretty much just, you know, I had a, a Game Boy Color, I went straight on to the Game Boy Advance SP model, um, and then from there a DS Lite, so it was pretty much just dominated by Nintendo. Um, I remember the first game that I remember playing on PSP, though, was at one of my friends' houses, and it was around the same time that I had a DS, because I remember having Star Wars Battlefront 2 for both the DS um, and the PS2 back in the day, obviously, um, which... Uh, Hint, hint, I might be talking about that later. But, um, yeah, like, I remember him showing me his PSP version of the game, too. And comparing that with the DS version, you know, was obviously, like, really mind-blowing and really mind-opening for me. But I just wasn't as into console gaming or gaming in general, I guess, as much either when I was growing up. So, um, to me, like, yeah, it just, it never had the time to shine, you know what I mean? So, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that, though. I don't really want to waste too much time on my least favorite, honestly. Okay. So whoever wants yeah. to fight for the the next one, but I uh, think this is gonna I mean, be pretty, I'll go, pretty repetitive either way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll go next, and okay. obviously that's my number. That's my last one on my list. Woo. Um, I did have one. 
um, won it in a poker game, believe it or not. Um, I actually won the version that came out. So I had a PlayStation, uh, a PSP 1000 edition. A um, couple games I did play on it. Um, you know, from previous podcasts, I did play Crisis Core. Um, I did play the G, uh, GTA stories. So basically it was like the different GTAs, but they were offset stories from that. Um, I heard a couple good really, games. Really cool too. Yeah, I've never played any of those. They were good. The system itself, the problem that I had with it was um, games were reasonably priced, but then you had to buy uh, a memory card. And those were ungodly priced. Shocking mm-hmm. that they have a memory card that's ungodly priced. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just wait until we get towards the Vita. It's a little farther up the <laughs> yeah. list. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, that's just what killed it for me was they were just so overpriced. And um, I just, it, it got to the point where I finally sold it. And I actually sold it and I bought another one because, you know, this one was, the first one was free. <laughs> um, I bought the Star Wars edition one with Battlefront, and nice. it just did not play well at all in there. Don't it's you bad. hate going through those console withdrawals when you sell a system and you like it, regret it either immediately or later down the line? You know, it's just yeah, I've done that so many times in my life, and I just kind of learned my lesson: do not sell hardware anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, but you know, for me, it, it was a short-lived like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. It came with Spider-Man. Um, trying to watch Spider-Man on that thing was just god awful. Just awful. And uh, Alex, uh, oh. well, I did want to ask you one more thing. Like you touched on the sure. uh, prices. Do you remember how much those launched at? Like day and date? I don't remember at all how much those UMDs cost day one. Were they fifty um, or I, like forty? Or... I want to say they were fifty. I want to say they were fifty as well. Fifty yeah. or forty. Yeah, forty nine ninety nine. Cool. All right. Yeah, I had no clue. So that was a generation where I was. Yeah, I guess just buying PS two and PS three or PS two and three sixty. Yeah. Yeah, so what about you, Alex? You've been shaking your head to go last this whole time. So um, mine's different. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, you guys are going to hate me. Yeah, probably not, man. Yeah. The PlayStation 1. Okay. PS1. Get off yeah. the show. I can mute you, you know. I can mute you. <laughs> so let's see. First of all, um, I don't really have any nostalgia for this console. I never really had one um, at all. Um one of the bad things about it, there are many bad things about it, uh, but one of the bad things about it is that Damn. it breaks very easily. Uh, the disk drive and all of that, you know, just doesn't run properly after a while. So the only way to real, really play it is to flip it upside down and just let it run. That's not good I hardware never, design. Yeah, I never tried that, by the way. I've heard that from so many people. It works. That, that scared the hell out of me, dude. I would never do that with the console, but yeah, apparently it works. Oh, yeah. Because like it, it locks in. It's not like it's a tray or anything, so... It just spins on its own, and it runs really well. Um, hmm. Another thing, load times. Load times are horrible. I mean, it's a CD. It's the beginning of this type of uh, hardware, software. Um, but it just wasn't worth it mm-hmm. like for a lot of that stuff. Um, let's see. Also, because it was that time, uh, there's a lot of... The graphics just don't age well, and that's why you see a lot of these remakes now. So, like Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two, uh, RE3 as well. Um, they're doing these games again. Although I don't know about RE3. Was that a PS2 game or was that a PS1 game as well? Uh, three. It was PS1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, mean, I didn't play those games mm-hmm. um, really, like a whole lot. I played like the first one, maybe in four. But um, yeah, those graphics just don't really age well, just because they're trying to be so 
real i don't i don't know what it is but like when you look at something like a n64 has better frame rate like yes the polygon counts less but they make it work they make it look cartoony um it's definitely the color, color palette so often yeah to playstation games you notice they they try to jam as much tech into those games as possible and forgot about you know yeah exactly like the artwork like you just mentioned kind of yeah i mean there's later games down the line like final fantasy 9 or something that makes it look really good but that's only because the backgrounds are still really nice images and then the characters are basically walking on a background so like there's a lot of like things they could finagle to make it look good but overall like just that generation in general just doesn't really look good um and also i honestly don't really like the original controller without the dual without the like DualShock sticks. Um, it just feels really awkward without I, the sticks. Dude, I always forget that that's even a thing. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how anybody would go back and choose to play with that over the other one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much why it's there. It's mostly because of I don't really have nostalgia for it, but I also thought since it's the least favorite, I guess, on this list, I should talk about all the bad things since you guys are going to talk about good things about it. Um, but I just want to bring up some good things about it, though. Um, there's some games that I do like that are on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is overrated, but it's good, I think. Um, it's okay, too. Um, Mega Man Legends, uh, Ape Escape with those analog sticks feels really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, and then finally, like, Wild Arms. There's there's other games there, but, like, there's 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 definitely a good library there, and... Um, so I can see why you want to play these games, but there are so many like s- better ways to play them, and oh, we'll yeah. talk about them later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Well, um, okay. N- nice number sixes all around. Alex, I was very surprised there, actually. That, that did <laughs> yep. throw me for a loop, man. I thought we were all going to say PSP, so I fooled yeah, you guys earlier, it. and Alex fooled me, actually, most important <laughs> of all. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, moving on to my number um, number five, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just throw out the PS3. So, yeah. Ooh, there, there was wow. the, look, the same look I just gave you, Alex. Um, yeah, I can see your face now. I moved this, this screen, by the way. Wow, I um, can't see your face. <laughs> good. Yeah, so, um, that technology. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the PS3 launched um, Japan November 11th, 2006, and, uh, and here in North America November 17th, 2006. Um, so, I, my brother, actually, I didn't buy it day one, but my brother did. Uh, so we had a PS3 in the house, like, right when they came out with one of the... Um, I think the 80 gig models or the 40 gigs. Yeah, the 40 gig models at the 40 time. and 60, right? I think it was 40 and 20. Or it might have been 40. Yeah, and, you're right. Yeah, 40 and 20 or something like that. Yeah. Either way, uh, he he spent 700 dollars on his PlayStation. That much I know. Um, yeah, yeah. It seems like a little crazy in my mind now to even think about that because we were just fresh out of high school. I mean, well, he was just fresh out of high school. Um, so I was still, you know, experiencing my junior year um, and forward at that point, or freshman year, freshman year actually. Sorry, way off. But um. Either way, uh, yep. so that, that console came out. I was in high school. I straight up owned a 360, so um, that's the reason why it's so low on this list. Uh, I would put it much higher because, you know, it did birth a lot of, like, really good franchises, honestly. Um, you know, there's stuff like Uncharted, and um, you know, I hate to mention all the Naughty Dog games, but yeah, like The Last of Us, and, um, you know, there's, like, Infamous, uh, you know, um, who are the guys that make Detroit become human? They're slipping my mind. 
Quantic Dream? Uh, Quantic Dream started making uh, games and really finding their flow around that console cycle. Um, so, you know, it came. they came out with, like, a, a lot of really good games, and uh, I, I don't know, I just didn't own one, so that's why it's so low on my list. I will say, though, uh, that was the generation where, you know, my favorite way to play games, FPSs, finally started to feel really good on a console. So uh, mm-hmm. getting Resistance Day 1 was pretty cool until, you know, World at War came out, and then I don't think I ever thought about Resistance again. Um, those games just kind of got trampled by Call of Duty eventually, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, other reasons why it's so low, though, I mean, I, I really, it's honestly just because I didn't have it, though. Like, there are a, a ton of these games that I would love for them to go back to and remake. Uh, you know, Sucker Punch is obviously making Ghosts right now, um, you know, but if they ever brought the Infamous series to PS4, I'd be all over that. Uh, Demon's yep. Souls, you know, there's been rumors. Yeah, there's been rumors of that, like, getting remastered, and that would absolutely just drive me wild, so... Um, and I will say some some of the things that I love about the PS3, though, uh, you know, the online infrastructure, even though it sucked, you know, you could play for free. And that was a pretty big deal as, um, you know, a 360 owner. That was pretty much the only thing that I remember people that played primarily on PS3s bragging about, like at school and stuff, because that's the kind of thing that, you know, um, high school students would go and talk about, obviously. Um, and I, I don't know, like, you got a lot of free games, too, if you were paying for plus which is cool they started that though after the playstation outage so that's one of like the many bad things that happened that generation uh that's worth noting but yeah overall like i just didn't play a lot of the exclusives for that console until they either came over to ps4 or just kind of after i had a ps4 and at that point in time the 360 just pretty much took that spot for me well um i don't think my i mean i get it i totally get it um well, my number five is really no surprise. It's the PlayStation Vita. Surprise! Uh, I've actually had a couple, um, and I actually do want another one. But the biggest problem I had is when they were out was um, they really pushed the connect. You can connect your PS4 or your PS3, and uh, it, that that technology did not work well at all. I mean, it really didn't work well at all. Uh, and again, their memory cards were so expensive. Uh, anytime I've ever had them, I only played three games on the, that system. Uh, and they were Uncharted Golden Abyss, which is an amazing game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really is. It like ties into the Uncharted franchise. Uh, I'm sure Alex will like this one, Persona 4 Gold. Uh, Golden? Played, yep, I played a crap ton of that. Um, never finished it, but I did play it. And then... Um, mostly what I was playing was PlayStation One games on there. Bing, believe bing, it or not, bing, bing, bing. Oh, sorry. You know, I thought that was the uh, <laughs> I thought that was the right answer. The, the word of the day. Uh, it's the only bullet yeah, point that I have written down for my Vita. Sorry, yeah. Cut in. I mean, to be honest, other than that, it really was it was PlayStation trying to go against Nintendo, which is is kind of like me deciding that even though Mike Tyson's fifty. I want to go fight them. Um, it just it just ended in it horribly, and that's probably why they won't do another console. I think it's cool. I would love to have one now, just to have one and to be like, oh, I have a, I have the Japanese edition Vita, the red one that came with God of War that came out over there. But you know, for me, it just didn't have. Most of my systems have memories, um, either new or old, that just really make me love that system. So. Um, 
not much to really say about it than that since I only played like two games on there. So what about you, Alex? All right, so not my uh, number five is your guys' number six. So the PSP. Now, we kind of brushed upon like PSP and its shortcomings a little bit, um, but I'll probably re- reiterate some things because I don't remember already because we're just talking about all these other consoles and things and uh, things, uh, all that. that. Um, so, yeah, the first thing, I don't know if anyone mentioned this, but... There's only one stick on the PSP. Yeah, it was really uncomfortable. Awful form factor. I do have that written down. I just, yeah, I didn't want to waste time on it anymore. That's sad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to waste time now. Hey, that now is, that's time. what it's for, man. <laughs> it's my number five. Um, next thing. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. The one stick was not great. And, like, games like uh, Monster Hunter and stuff. In order to really play, you had to, like, develop this weird claw. So you had to, like, use the stick, and then you had to, like, put your fingers on, like, D-pad, like, in a certain way just to make it work well. Um, Just felt like there just weren't enough buttons on that system at all. Um, Next thing is um, the PlayStation Store. I mean, it's really cool to have the PlayStation Store on a system. It just it doesn't work well. It functions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did the the web browser uh, bullshit, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's uh, basically um, infrastructure, just like the PS3 store was, where it mm-hmm. wouldn't open a store uh, app straight on your console. It would uh, open a web browser and then open the store, which just ate up bandwidth and all that other nonsense. And then they'd have to rely yeah. on outside support and everything for their their website to run, which is just a really bad look in the first place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry. Um, next thing, um, kind of talked about it earlier even on the vita but like technically you could play ps1 classics on this uh this is the first way that you could actually like play um all these old ps1 games on a system portably and that's really nice um then also like the system does feel weird but there are a lot of like games that take advantage of that hardware to make it look good and that i think that's one reason why it one of the main reasons why it's over the PS1 for me is just because, like, yes, it's a handheld, but it looks better than a DS at the time. Yeah, it is a little not unreal. that hard, yeah. but like, it, it's basically almost close to like PS2 quality, is what I have written down. It's, I mean, yeah, virtually, man. Um, and same goes with the Vita, you know, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, yeah, it's it's nuts the power that they fit into those consoles, dude. It just yeah, the Vita, I think, still looks as good as the Switch sometimes. Some of the yeah, games, it's I nuts. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, now I'd just like to talk about like some games that were for it that I know um, that like I bought when uh, I got my system. I got my system probably in, I want to say 2011, 2010. I borrowed one from a friend for a while um when like crisis core came out so i borrowed his system i borrowed his crisis core and um so final fantasy crisis core is one of the games it looks very very nice the cutscenes look awesome um i feel like it plays well um same thing with like kingdom hearts birth by sleep um persona 3 portable plays well enough as well like there there are plenty of games that are on that system that utilize that hardware and make it look good but those are just a few that i personally own yeah, fair enough, man. Um, uh, well, that that knocks that console off of the list. 
Yeah. I guess if we had an overall list, it would be off of it. I don't know. We're not doing anything like that. Uh, so no. don't, don't read too much into what I say in between these. Um, number four, I guess, is what we're on now. Yes. Yeah, moving yep. up the list. Uh, yeah, I've got the Vita as my next console, guys. Um, so I don't think it was a huge surprise for everyone. Uh, but yeah, let's see here. We some facts. Uh, Japan received the Vita on December 17th, 2011, and uh, it came to the North America in February 5th, or February 15th, uh, 2012. So we got it a couple months later, but yeah, you'll notice a smaller and smaller gap between the uh, you know the consoles is you know the newer they are, which is cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, PS1 classics is like literally what I had written down before you guys started talking. So I made a couple more notes while um, while you guys were uh, talking on some of your sections here. Um, you know, Alex, you mentioned the form factor of the PSP overall and just how it didn't feel good, how it kind of felt cheap. You know, uh, the PSP did come yep. out before really like iPhones <laughs> like were like, very popular, which is kind of weird to think about. So um, you can just feel how much more expensive and just nicer overall um not only the form of the vita is but just just picking it up and the heft that you get from it it you can tell there's no empty space in that thing whatsoever if you tap on it anywhere it is just bulky mm -hmm. and it feels good and expensive and yeah. um it's frankly the complete opposite of the psp which is cool um but yeah it's got a wonderful weight too even the um the redesigned model especially like, that thing is just, I think, the perfect weight. I don't necessarily care for the screen quality, obviously, of the second model compared to the first, but um, if you and I can, can't even tell. I had both models for an extended period of time, and I think I did overall prefer the slim model just because of the form factor. Her my list, like, wrists a lot less than everything, so. Um, yeah, but playing Katamari on it, like, you could tell. Like, that the Katamari re-roll game on Vita was one that, like, the color palette just popped so much more on the um what is it the lcd screen OLED. OLED. Yeah. okay yeah yeah um so the first model like definitely yep. made that game just look a lot nicer i also yeah you know i played a lot of visual novels on my vita too and um you know i was super into trophy grinding uh not not as much as i like i'm not as much i should say anymore but when I was on my trophy grind heavy, I feel like the Vita, I literally slept with that thing on my nightstand every night. So um, I was playing all of the Telltale games, every single one of them that have been on, on Vita, basically. I've played all those. Uh, let's see, I ran through like so many visual novels, Steins Gates, um, you know, Virtue's Last Reward, uh, Code Realize, a few other smaller ones. But um, So it's really good for pick-up-and-play games. Uh, it's something that the, the Switch kind of mastered later on was the suspend mode which i like it's the one feature from that console that i wish it had but um mm -hmm. that it, it doesn't so you know putting the vita fourth on the list for me is like uh, it's hard because i actually i really do enjoy the vita i really enjoyed some of the like the jrpgs i played on it man i played i mean all, like i said earlier the ps1 <laughs> classics i had seven and nine downloaded on there um what else just a lot of Japanese games, dude, like Sword Art Online and a bunch of visual novels and stuff. So, uh, yeah, the Sword Art game, I ended up playing for like 40 hours on there, too. And um, Yeah, there was just a lot of really impressive titles. And having, like, console-quality titles in the palm of your hand and being able to actually use two functional joysticks was the most impressive thing ever back in 2012. And, I mean, I didn't even get mine until, like, 2014, two years later. So, um I remember the game that really did it for me too. That was just like locked it in. It was actually Borderlands Two when that one ended up coming out. Oh, yeah, with the Slim. 
Dude, I played so much Borderlands 2 on that thing, it wasn't even funny. Like, I dumped another 40 hours into it, and, um, I mean, it's not like, you know, a ton of hours or anything, but on a handheld for a shooter, you know, that was quite a bit, man. You know, 30 minutes, 20 minutes here or there when you can, so... Um, yeah, the Vita just did a really good job at being a mobile console, though. Like, it had plenty of games to offer. Uh, there's well over, like, 1,600 games on that store now, so um, you can always find something to play. There's sports games that play well. There's, you know, games like Uncharted that are just, you know, give you an adventure from point A to point B. Um, it just it just offers a lot for the amount of money. Well, <laughs> not at launch, though. Those things were pretty expensive. But, yeah, they um, were. You can find a Vita now for, like, you know, 130 bucks uh, or less. So uh, if you go out now and buy a Vita and compare the value of the games too because the games only launched for forty dollars which is a little unreal if you ask me um yeah which is why i couldn't remember you know asking about the psp games earlier uh i, I felt like they might have been forty dollars as well so uh yeah i don't know you just got a lot of value with that console man it just it was really unfortunate that they made you buy like an external device for it for a memory card so but yeah uh, number four on my list the ps vita cool well um <clears throat> This one might be a shock to some people. Um, my number four is the OG PlayStation. Oh, but let me. I am, oh, sh- I am quite shocked, Ben. You did I, not yeah, see my face, shocked. dude. But like, I thought that was going to be number one on your list. I thought it was number one and number two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing: is it, for me, it's all about having that that memory with the system. Um, I remember having a great time with it. So I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. Let's just say that. Uh, it was nice to go to every now and then after a couple so, of drinks. Side note, um, how many how many girls have you told that of your life? You know, like I like you, but I'm not in love with you. All right, I'm done. Well, <laughs> I won't be surprised if an 18 year old shows up at my house at some point. Oh boy. Anyway, besides that fact, <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> way off topic. Um, you know, it did do some it did do some of the the franchises and games that I really liked. Um, but I had one. I had two memory cards with it. Uh, you know, it was it was great. I got it pretty l- late after the launch, probably after the first six months to a year. Um, and it it was it was a fun system, but like I said, there was no emotional attachment. Where later systems, a lot of the games I had emotional attachments to. We're still um, talking about the console, right? Yes, we're, okay. had to make sure. we're not talking about some maybe women that I dated in my younger years, which I apologize now for. Uh, I'm waiting for Maury to call me about that. Um, but like some of the games that I played, obviously, we talked about this before, Tony Hawk. Um, mm. You know, uh, that was a big one for me. Tekken 1 through 3. Tekken actually came out on PlayStation as a game that no one had heard of. Uh, Trying to do something different than Street Fighter. I played a crap ton of that. Um, Vagrant Story. Um, that was another one that I played that was one of the early RPGs that I've ever played. Mega Man Legends. Uh, and then Tenchu, I know I talk about a lot um, mm-hmm. here. The one that I probably sank the most time into was Dino Crisis 1 and 2. Um, you know, just I, I didn't mind Resident Evil and I played those games, but it was like I didn't like the, the jump scares so much. And Dino Crisis had them, but they, at least they were dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> But you know, it was it, it came out. It was real expensive. I remember uh, someone talking about Sony's press conference because the Saturn had come out. It was Sega's new system. It was really expensive. Uh, I actually saw the video on YouTube about two weeks ago. 
of Sony coming out there. Big press conference for early E3. They came out, they listed their price, and they walked away from the podium. Didn't show games, didn't show anything. That was it. Uh, that, that's pretty That's pretty gangster right there for me. But I had to put it lower because I didn't have that emotional contact with that. I mean, it really just wasn't like something I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. So I'm still shocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's more shocks to come. Well, I thought the Dino Crisis alone would make it like number one or number two because the amount of times that you brought that game up. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not wrong. I feel like we talk about Dino Crisis just as much as Battlefront, not going to lie. Yeah. You know, they did have, they did, you know, with them talking about redoing it like they did Resident Evil um, uh, 2 and 3, it, it has hope, but. You know, the more I thought about it and the times I played and when I was playing, it just wasn't like, wasn't there. I mean, obviously for me, this list was really hard because I'm a big Sony person. So it was really, really hard. I wrote it three times, but I feel like that's still a good place for him, to be honest. There's more shocks to come. I'm sure you'll be shocked to my other other ones. But oh, yeah, man, those top three for me, I could literally just like throw a dice on any given day to choose one of them randomly. So Same. Yep, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. All right, so I guess it's me next. I believe so. So number four is going to shock some people. <laughs> I'm already shocked, so. Should I put my beer down? No, because it's the same place. as yours, Spencer. It's the Vita. <laughs> oh, shocked. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, okay. I know which ones are left now, you know. Reasonable mm-hmm. deduction there, you know. I got to, yeah. oh, man. Okay. So yeah, so the Vita is three uh, on your list, man. I need to know. Go, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you right now. No, spoil. don't tell me. Don't spoil it for the for the fine people listening. So PS Vita is my number four. Um, we'll talk about some. We already talked about some things about it. Um, some of the bad parts were like those memory cards that are pretty expensive. Um, but some of the good parts, like cross save, cross buy, is a really really cool feature that some games still have. Um, just where you just buy a game once and then it can be played on a PS4 or a, like, uh, a Vita. And then sometimes PS3 in the beginning, I want to say, um, depending on the type of game, but yeah, cross save as well. So like you could play like a uh, dragon's crown on your Vita and then send that save to the cloud and then play it on somewhere else or like Danganronpa V3. Um, you could play it over there and on PS4 and then send it back, yeah, back and forth. Back and forth. Are, it's very friendly. Yeah, people are doing like crossplay with Destiny and stuff too, right? Like that, that kind of stuff. Just or is yeah, that, was that their other feature? Um, oh, that was the remote play. Remote play. Thank you. Like that was something. Yeah, none of us touched on yet. Remote play yeah, is not, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, the graphics are very, very good. It's. Like you're kind of saying, it looks better than Switch sometimes. I mean, that could also be because of the size of the screen, so it just really utilizes that whole space there. But yeah. it feels like it's PS3 quality at times. PS3 are a little better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the things that we... I don't know if we actually talked about this, but like the touchscreen, back touchscreen... I didn't mention it, you know, the pointless back touchscreen yet, like... <laughs> Yeah, I could have gone without that for sure. Uh, I, I mean, would not... have rather had extra like R two L two. You have exactly. to you have to imagine that they thought of something, you know, for slipping in your pocket or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I hope those engineers that get paid a lot more money than I do 
you know, thought it all through, though, because there should have been buttons on the back of that thing, and they, yeah. I'm sure, had a reason why there wasn't. So, Yeah, because uh, we did talk about um, PS1 Classic earlier, but, like, sometimes there are certain games that require, like, an L2 or R2, yeah. and the only way to make it work is one of those back touchscreens is supposed to be that button. Yeah, Half yeah. the time it doesn't work. And Borderlands was the same way for... Um... They remapped, obviously, it would normally be shooting for R2, like most shooters, but they remapped shooting to the top trigger, or whatever it was called in the Vita, to think just the yeah, R1. just and, R. Yeah, and then what, whatever the L1 and R1 functions were, were mapped to the back, so like, you know, throwing grenades and then using your action skill in Borderlands, mm-hmm. you would have to touch the back of the screen, and yeah, Alex is totally right, it was <laughs> like 50-50, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, and another thing, too. I'm very curious to see Borderlands 2 coming out soon on the Switch. We'll have to do a side-by-side comparison there for uh, oh, yeah. the, the Vita and Switch version. I think that'd be interesting. That'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I really have to say about like the system itself. Um, I mean, there was the PS TV as well, but we're not really talking about that, um, which was basically another type of Vita, but that could be played on TV with HDMI. Just didn't have any touchscreen capabilities since it's on a TV using a DualShock 3. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about some games. So this series, at least the first two, originally came out on the PSP, but we didn't get it uh, until Vita. So they split it up, uh, Danganronpa. So Danganronpa one and two, um, just visual novel-esque type adventure game where you're just Phoenix Wright-ish. I don't know if that makes sense. Like defending, um, I don't know, just courtroom type uh gameplay like yeah. accusations and all that kind of people stuff. yeah at the end of the episode yeah. To, yeah to find the killers or whatever yeah um persona 4 golden uh it's a persona 4 golden machine i bought my vita um i want to say i bought it like a month before persona 4 golden came out which i think persona 4 golden came out in either like september or november mm-hmm. and i bought and like pre-ordered that uh like collector's edition because it came with like special case for your vita hard case for like your vita so like it can like cover the screen um hey alex uh one quick second can you turn the gain yeah. down on your mic at all the gain all the way down is it all the way down move it back yeah. just a little bit farther from your mouth if you can you're hitting okay, it's high really, reds really yeah it's so far away from me that's a yeah, little bit better. So all the way here. Yeah, we should be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, yeah, I bought that uh, system, or I bought that uh, Persona Four Golden. Um, it came with like uh, cases and stuff. Yeah, and um, it just I don't know. I I needed it. <laughs> I didn't even have a PS Vita yet, but I was like, okay, cool. This makes it worth it. This is gonna be my Persona Four Golden machine, oh, and eventually it became more. You're talking about that slip cover that you put your console in. Was that uh, the cover you were talking about? Well, yeah. There's like um, there's like the zip up cover, yeah. and then there's also yeah the other cover that actually like, goes around it. So like it's a hard plastic oh. cover. Oh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, so there's two of those. Um, see, there's Freedom Wars, which is a pretty cool game um uncharted gold abyss we already talked about that um i don't know there's a whole bunch of games that are on the vita but if it was marketed a little better less as a um ps4 device and more of an actual system here in the united states then i feel like it would still be going or like it 
would have a successor by now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a kind of a shame, honestly, what they did to it. <clears throat> yeah. By just not doing anything at all. That's all I really mean by that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll move on to the third one. I've got PS1, guys, as my number three. So I don't know if that's surprising for anybody uh, with PS4. It's higher than mine. So, yeah, mine. that I'm surprised about, actually. So. <laughs> yeah, that that's still a shock, man. Jesus, I like I'm to keep my you guys voice. in suspense. Yeah, thanks, sir. So we got the yeah, the PS1 launched in Japan uh, December 3rd, 1994. We got it in North America. Um months later september 9th 95 so that's a pretty large gap there with console um so i thought that's pretty uh pretty interesting but um the ps1 dude i just freaking love the library out of the ps1 honestly alex i thought that this would at least crack your top three for the same reason too um and ben you having it that low too is just unreal for me so um but i i get it the more i think about it like i i had access to a ps1 every day um from either my grandpa um, my brothers and i had one for a little bit at the house as well right when they came out so um i just remember you know like the birth of tony hawk a and you know that's been floating around the news a bunch but i played like tony hawk 2 so much on that thing it was unreal and then you have things like resident evil that came to fruition because of like that console essentially i mean you do have the the 64 version as well but if you guys have ever played resident evil on ps1 and 64 it is night and day difference it really is um not unlike a lot of games that were released on both of those consoles but um you know i was also the first place i played resident evil on um you know speaking of other good franchises that were born to uh gran turismo like i used to love the original one um i played a little of the second one too but Back then, I mean, I was super into racing games, not necessarily because they were racing games, but because of the peripheral that my uh, grandpa had. He had one of those racing wheels, and playing mm -hmm. NASCAR even on that thing was fun for me. So, um, And again, you know, it hit, it hit that right time, too. Like, I was, you know, probably seven, eight years old when I was, like, really digging into the PS1. Um, and, you know, a cool peripheral like that, just, you know, any kid's going to find that neat. Um Oh, but, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, like, just the, you know, man, the inception of so many good franchises, guys. There's Spyro, there's Crash, um, mm, yeah. Yeah, both, both of which I played. Uh, Tenchu yep. as well, been touched on a little bit earlier. Uh, Stealth Assassins is one of my favorite PS1 titles. Um, I could run through that first level with a blindfold on, probably. Um, uh, what else? Did I say Metal Gear Solid? Like, no, you didn't. None Metal, of us did. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid's a game, guys. Um, and holy cow, <laughs> that game blew my freaking mind hole when I figured out like what was actually going on. Anyway, my brother had to help me out a ton with that game growing up, but I, I didn't really get into that franchise till a little bit later on in the series, which I'll touch on. But um, you know, Metal Gear Solid One, you gotta gotta tip the hat at least. Um, mm -hmm. You know, games that I was playing a lot, though, um, you know, there's a bunch of multiplayer stuff, too, which I think is why it ranks so high on my list. I, I have three brothers and a sister. We were playing games like Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, you know, the True Duel Monsters. Mm -hmm. We played a ton of that, um, uh, Sealed Memories or whatever it was called. Um, and then we would toss back the sticks for just JRPGs, man, like um, Tactics, <clears throat> dude, Final Fantasy Tactics, all the Final Fantasy games we would play 
uh, we would have just one save file and any time during the week we would pick up the sticks and just start playing so um, you know we, we actually continued to do that through the PS2 lifespan too so I have a lot of really good memories just playing games by passing the the sticks back and forth with my brothers um, and then like the PS1 also had like it brought new games to the console like market so there were a bunch of like real-time strategy games like command and conquer and stuff that just were not playable on consoles before um and i played the first command and conquer on on pc a couple of years after i played it on ps1 and it made me never want to play it on ps1 again but i started playing that game on ps1 and it is still like fun for me to this day to go back to the original one i think that was red alert or not red alert but um no, that's the 361 Jesus. Um, yeah, this... Um, what, Command and Conquer Allies and something, Allies and Axis. I, for, I forget. Yeah. I think that was the one that came to PS1, but either way, um, I played the crap out of that, just the, the simple like top-down view. You didn't really see RTSs like that in, on the Super Nintendo or the Genesis. Um, you know, so, so I always thought that was pretty neat, too. And just, yeah, dude, playing Legend of the Dragoon and Chrono Trigger, dude, and Final Fantasy Tactics alone, like, those three games consumed so much of my childhood, it was ridiculous. Um, and again, more multiplayer stuff, too, like Jet Moto, um, I played the crap mm-hmm. out of Jet Moto and Gran Turismo back when it actually had split screen, so, um, yeah, I don't know, man, like, the PS1 just will always have Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9, and to me, that's worth the third spot, like, right there. So I'm just a sucker for those those three specifically. Um, you know, I played all three of those before I played six, and I, I might like six a little bit more. But I, I had that bundle with Chrono Trigger and four, man, and, like, that was that was the bee's knees for Spencer growing up. Like, that RPGs couldn't get any better than that dual pack right there for me. Um, like, yeah, I could lock myself in a room with that and Final Fantasy Tactics and probably not leave you know, as long as I had food and water. You locked me in there for a year, dude. I wouldn't come out. But yeah, that, that's my third one, guys. PS1. Alright. Well, here's where it's going to get tricky. <clears throat> because I think if I once I tell you guys this one, you guys are going to be like, really? Uh, so, my next one is PS3. Hmm. Uh, I know. Uh, for me, it was a system that I played a lot more on than the other systems. Um, you know, it, I bought it after right bef- right as the slim model came out. I had an 80 gig. Um, you know, and it was great. That thing lasted for years. I think I just sold it like four years ago. It tells you how long it lasted. Um, you know, it was great because, you know, it's the first one with a hard drive. I actually have been a PlayStation Plus uh, since that outage. I actually bought a PlayStation Plus. Uh, shortly after that. So I've been a PlayStation Plus member for a very long time. Uh, you know, obviously you're going from PlayStation 2 where the games are on a DVD. This is a Blu-ray. That was my first Blu-ray player was my PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being able to play games online was a big thing. Um, so I, I have a lot of fond memories of games that I played on there. Um, definitely Uncharted 1 through 3. Uh on that system, it pushed the limits of what that system could do, um, but it didn't, and it still ran. Uh, you know, I played that. Uh, Resident Evil Five was a, the first game that I played with somebody online. Uh, my best friend, we used to play that game all the time. Uh, the game wasn't that good. I mean, it was okay. Hey, I liked but, Five. Yeah, you know. 
it, it, it was it was okay, but it was so cool being able to get online and start talking to somebody. You know, for me, that's like the first time you could really do that. I didn't own a really good PC, so uh, that was a big deal. Um, obviously, Red Dead Redemption, um, huge game. I probably had over a hundred hours in that game. Um, Grand Theft Auto V, which I am still playing on the brand new console PS4. Uh, Batman was on that system, mm-hmm. and uh, Ninu Kuni. So. Um, which, by the way, Ninu Kuni on PlayStation 3, I was shocked on how well it looked. I mean, it looked like you were watching a movie. The cutscenes obviously looked that way, but when you would actually get the gameplay, it was so colorful. And for me, it was mind-blowing going from the PlayStation 2, where I thought those graphics were fantastic, to a PlayStation 3, where, you know, oh my gosh, man, they're just blown up, because now you're going up to, what were they, 720 was the highest they went up to, but that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sidebar, man. I just checked out the Unreal 4 demo that they showed off in 2012 before the PS4, guys. Uh, if it's any you know indication on what that Unreal 5 demo meant for us in the future, that Unreal 4 demo running in real time looked like dog poop. I, I don't like <laughs> saying that, but it, it looked like straight poop, guys. It, it cracks me up, though. Like it, it, From 2012, like that would probably blew our minds back then, so... Uh, keep that in mind because this Unreal 5 tech demo that we just saw last week, uh, you know, give it five or six years. We're going to be playing games that look better than that. So that's just nuts to think about. I'm sorry. Side oh, no, you're funded. No, okay. I totally agree with you. Um, you know, but like the PlayStation 3 for me, uh, you know, that was just, uh, that was a good system. It was hard because I before originally had the PlayStation at that spot and the PlayStation 3 below it. But then I started thinking of the games I played and uh i was like man i really gotta bump that up so fair enough man fair enough yeah well alex what's third on your list buddy so number three on my list um some hot takes here maybe (laughs) i don't know is anything a hot take no if you say ps2 it's gonna be a hot take but ps2 is my (laughs) i expected that to be your number one or two so awesome now let me hear it all right so um PS2 wasn't my first DVD player, per se, but it was uh, first DVD player for a lot of people, so it really did have that uh, going for it, um, just being a cheap option for people. So, like, an, the first type of, like, entertainment console that, yeah, it just wasn't just games, it was movies, it was CDs as well. We didn't even talk about CDs for PS1 earlier. No. Um, but, um... CDs... I don't huh? know. I, I never really put in CDs in my PS4. Yeah, neither did I. I like, that was, that I, wasn't a thing I really did, but you're right. I'm just saying like it existed. Yes, definitely. It was a cheap way to... Not necessarily the cheapest way to play them, but yeah, integrating it yeah. in like that. Very smart move. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, next thing on here, like a DualShock 2 controller. It's very, very nice. Like the weight that it has. Um, the issue with it is like... Similar to, like, PS4 to where, like, PS4, you know, the first type of DualShock controllers, like, had weird, like, rubber sticks. So, like, the sticks would, like, fall off and degrade over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS2 sticks, you just leave them around and just, I don't know, pick them back up later. Like, sometimes they're just sticky. 
Dude, I, I was just about to say that. I, I can literally grab mine right now. They're behind me. And I guarantee the knobs on both of my controllers are randomly sticky. And I am so <clears throat> anal about, like, when I touch my consoles, okay, I, if I was eating anything, I will wash my hands. I have napkins close. I'm that type of person. So, like, mm -hmm. I, I, I do not do that with my stuff. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. What is it with that material, man? Uh, it's something with that material, like, when it touches, like, uh, oil, like, skin oil or... Yeah. Um something dust it just reacts and that's just the issue um like i even clean them if i am gonna play a ps2 i clean mine with like a like a clorox wipe or something and then it's fine for that day but then if you leave it and check at it later sticky again yeah okay so you guys you guys can't see this but uh for all of you viewers uh who will eventually get this video i've got a controller up to my camera right now and you can see the cat hair literally stuck on this thing on the joysticks i haven't used this in forever and it was definitely clean last time so disgusting continue alex okay um yeah so there are a couple of models of this um this is the first console that actually had like significant model changes i feel like there was a huge fat one that had um I don't know, just a whole lot of extra space for either... I forget what that extra space was for. Was it for, like, an extra hard drive? Like, I know there was a thing that you could put on the back for, like, a network drive. Um, I'm not too sure, honestly, for the PS2. Like, the um, like that empty like space that, in the back of the console you yeah. know, popped off on that panel. Yeah, I can't remember if that was, like, extra RAM or whatever it was. Or It was some... I can't remember either, but I know you could go and buy something for that. It yeah. was, like, a Sony product, so... Because I know about, like, the thing that you can put on the back of it that, like, you can put Ethernet on it, which was, like, another thing I was going to talk about, where there was broadband internet play. I didn't really utilize it, but, like, Battlefront and Battlefront 2, you could play online for the first time on a console um, for those type of things. Like, Dreamcast technically the first online console, I think. Um, but, like, yeah, you could play games fairly well, to what it sounds like. Um, I don't know, just... The form factor, though, yeah, of the slim versus the fat. Like, the fat does look better, like the original model, especially if you, I don't know, Do orient you really, that thing. You think so, huh? I, I like the uh, slim one a lot, actually. <clears throat> I don't know. This The slim, you can only really put it horizontally. Hmm. Like, whereas the fat, like, it can... You can sit like the new Xbox Series X, you know? Like, you can sit... Yeah, no, on... I like that. That definitely is a more sophisticated look, too. But I think that has a lot to do with them printing PS2 on it the way they did as well. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the PS2 expansion bay is what went in there. And that actually, that peripheral, uh, it says here, enhanced the capabilities of the PS2 to allow online play and other features that were shown in E3. So okay. it looks like we weren't really using our, our PS2s for online much, buddies. So, I know sense. that the PS uh, Slim, I want to say it had an Ethernet port built into it. Yeah, it did. I could see that because I remember playing Tony Hawk 3 online with people or mm -hmm. maybe for either one. But like, yeah, I never remember buying anything extra for that. My parents probably yeah. would have flipped back in the day. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, let's ps2 is great like these number three uh two and one like on my list like some of these well three and two especially would probably switch on like a on a given day but um there are a lot of good games on the system and i used to have a ton more but i just got rid of them because i wasn't playing them 
Um, so let's go through some of these. Um, we have the Dot Hack series. There's uh, four of those. There's also Dot Hack GU, which there are three of those mm-hmm. now. Four. Um, there's Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts one and two, and uh, Re Chain of Memories, which is the remake of, Chain of Game Boy Advance game. Mm. Yeah. Never um, the PS2 version of that. It's not bad. It's just the Game Boy Advance version's way better because yeah. it's simple. Yeah, it was made simple and clean. <laughs> Oh, baby, that was a good one, Alex. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, let's see, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts is like a huge series. And to start here and have two of the biggest uh, games in that franchise on the system definitely helped out a lot. Um, Persona 3, Persona 4, Shimigami Tensei in general, so like Nocturne, um, Devil Summoner, um, Devil Summoner Two. There's a bunch of those type of like tac- or tactics, a type, a uh, bunch of those type of um, like RPGs, um, just with that same type of format of like getting demons or personas or whatever um, and using them for yourself. Have those always uh, been Atlas games? Mega Ten, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so Persona Three and Persona Four, even two and one technically, uh, they were always spinoffs. So Shimigami Tensei. Persona, Persona 2, Persona 3, Persona 4. Gotcha. Huh? Uh, Persona 5 is the first one to where they ripped off that Shimigami Tensei because no one remembers it here. Hmm. I'm going to have to just Wikipedia that timeline one of these nights. Yeah. Um, see, there's a Dark Cloud series. So Dark Cloud 1 and 2, Dark Chronicle, everywhere else. Um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. There's a lot of good Grand Theft Auto games on oh, here, honestly. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, played a lot of uh, San Andreas and stuff like that um, back when. And I've talked about it before on the show, but like Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Uh, I have Guitar Hero guitars for my PS2 still. I have two of those. And there's all those Guitar Hero games. One, one two, three, 80s, um, original Rock Band. That might actually be it. But like, still, that's mm-hmm. that's a lot to play with those guitars, and I don't know, like, it's a um, good set of songs and for the library there. Um, really brought rhythm games to consoles that whole generation. Really, I mean, they didn't. Yeah, it did. I mean, yeah, really, at least for the U.S. Yeah, plus uh, peripheral based, um, you know, rhythm games specifically like DDR and uh, yeah, Guitar Hero, I guess, being the two and SingStar stuff like that, all pretty much generated there on that console. So. Yeah, definitely. And like even like the PS2, it has um, USB ports in the front mm-hmm. and a whole lot of things don't really utilize it. But um, Rock Band did like the guitars could actually plug into that USB port like hub. Yeah. And it actually works on a PS2, which is really cool because <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't think that it would actually work. Not natively. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not with some without some peripheral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple more games here jack series jack and daxter jack 2 jack 3 uh star ocean till the end of time and finally the the eco games so like eco and shadow colossus oh yeah you wait as were those you wait his first game or do you know i think so i think eco is yeah well for reference of my favorite ps2 games uh, just rewind and listen to uh, listen to everything alex just said again because you just freaking nailed that whole generation dude Oh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. Oh, man. All right. Let me just delete my whole list. Christ. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, you were. Yeah, all of those, dude. Like, PS2 just had so many good games. 
Um, yeah. I'm, I struggled putting it as high on my list as I did, um, which I'm not going to spoil the surprise since I'm next, but um, surprise, it's not number two. So, um, yeah, the PS4 is the second on my list. Um, leaving the PS2 at the top, so we'll get to that. Wow. I know, right? I'm so excited to talk about it, but... Uh, yeah, so the PS4, okay, uh, launched November 15th in uh, North America, which is actually uh, backwards. First um, PlayStation console to actually launch in North America first, which is cool. Um, and then it came out February 22nd um, in Japan in 2014. So, um, yeah, dude, I just I love my PS4 so much. So I talked mm-hmm. a little bit earlier about how I've always been kind of a trophy hunter. And that really started with me on the 360, actually, just striving for achievements. Like, I was an achievement whore back in the day. Uh, that's what they called me. But, uh, you know, I would just play games, man, to play games uh, and, well, A, to get the score up. But, you know, I worked at GameStop for so long, I liked to be able to just, like, talk about any game. So I think that's really where my love for just picking up any random title started from. Uh, so I got into some of the franchises kind of late honestly like uh assassin's creed uh, i wasn't playing those right away you know um back in that generation but uh, once i got my ps4 man it was it was pretty much done for like i was in that um you know just like play everything lifestyle you know if i can get my hands on it i'm gonna try it and thankfully i had a job where i had you know, access to basically any game i wanted to and uh, during all of this man the ps4 like i, I was just playing everything so um, plus, a major thing I wanted to say that I love about the PlayStation 4 is Sony finally got their online system right, at least right enough to the point where, like, it is not frustrating to play games online with your friends anymore. Like, it used to be on the PS3. I had countless time. I want to say, like, okay, well, here I am counting it now immediately after I said countless, but, uh, you know, a good four or 500 hours in Black Ops 1. Uh, you know, I played a lot of the Call of Duty games throughout that generation, all on 360, and Black Ops was just, it happened to be the one that I got stuck on or whatever, so, um, you know, playing that many hours of that game, though, on, like, I I would have gotten kicked so many times on the PS3, it would have probably made me want to shoot myself and quit, so, um, I, I don't know, man, like, just the, the frustration of the online that they've, like, overcome, that's impressed the crap out of me, uh, PlayStation Plus got immensely better at the beginning of the console cycle they were giving us like <laughs> six games every month yeah they guys. were like I don't yeah, know if you guys yeah, if everybody remembers that that was just amazing yeah. games too it was great yes, yes man and uh, you know this generation sony has really cracked down on um a they've they've been buying more studios they've been uh cultivating more talent you can see it just with all of their first party games like uh you know ghost coming up here soon in the last of us but uh they've come out with only bangers when it comes to like playstation 4 exclusive titles let's see we have bloodborne there's spider-man there's mm-hmm. uncharted <laughs> detroit uh you know until dawn god of war the list goes on there's like yeah horizon and stuff um you know we could sit here all day and just talk about the exclusive titles and how many like new new exclusives that they have brought in this generation it's it's kind of hard to think about like um you know if they're over there buying any more studios we're gonna have even more packed calendar years and like at, at one point it's it might on honestly get like you know this is too much first party um which doesn't seem like a bad problem to have necessarily but um you know i think that they could very easily you know with 
five, six more studios under their belt, we'd be getting, you know, three big hitters every year. So, um, you know, there's a bunch of good games, too, I haven't played for the PlayStation 4. Like, I just mentioned God of War. I still haven't finished that game, but I totally respect the crap out of it. Um, another thing about the console that I just, like, absolutely love, too, from what I understand, it is much, much easier for people to make games. So, therefore, we are getting more games of mm -hmm. uh, quality, I would say. You know, the, the curation on the PlayStation Store is a little questionable, sure. But overall, like... I think they do a really good job of, like, showing us the headline titles that, or, you know, the titles that should make headlines, you know? Um, I, I don't yeah, have to yeah. dig too far on the store to um, to, to find <clears throat> stuff that I want, per se. And on the PS3, man, like, God, that store was just a mess. Not only was it, like, you know, with that whole web browser stuff, uh, you know, just slower to load every time you clicked on a link, but... It was just a, a mess to find anything that wasn't really organized, and they really just cleaned up the whole UI on on the PlayStation Four in general. Even the um, like the home screen or whatever, like just looks so much better. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've just spent a ton of time on my PS Four playing games with my friends, and mm -hmm. you know, when it comes down to it, that is what video games to me are about. Like, I you know, that's why PS One is so high on my list, honestly. Um, so. But yeah, that that was the that was the PS4, dude. I, I love the PS4 because I love playing with people. So, so I think this these last two are gonna shock everybody. Uh, so my next game, my next system is the PlayStation Two. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I got this system the first week it came out. I got this system, and you know it was great. I know I joke all the time about the bouncer. Uh, Hands down, that game was awesome. I'm he was, sorry. He was just texting me about the bouncer yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> actually was because he was playing PlayStation 2. Tony Hawk. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but for that system, for me, it was like I had the fast systems. Visually, it looked futuristic. I mean, it looked like a like futuristic. That was my first DVD player um, for me. And it did things that I'm like, oh, my gosh, these games look amazing. And so, you know, I didn't really use the network capabilities very well. Um, I was still at a time frame where uh, that type of internet would just be cut off all expensive. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and so we had like really crap internet. Um, <clears throat> but there were so many games on that system that I played. Uh, and it had the first role-playing game that I ever finished all the way through, which is Final Fantasy X. Um, oh, Zelda, nice. yes, I did do Zeldas, but this was different. Um anyone that's played Final Fantasy X knows that's a long game and for me to be there for that long um, but you know Alex touched on this you know they had the Grand Theft Autos they had Grand Theft Auto 3 which was revolutionizing how those games were played those games were mostly top down and it was you know three. it was like in a world where you could go do anything you could steal that car if you wanted to uh, so you got Grand Theft Auto 3 uh you had uh, Vice City, you had San Andreas. San Andreas blew everybody away with what it was doing. There was planes, there was boats, jet skis. Um, but some games that, that you know people didn't really talk about, obviously Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 did something that no one was doing, uh, and those were console exclusives. But uh, there were some other games like Jeff Dan. I don't know if you guys ever played Jeff Def Jam Fight for New York. Do you guys oh, ever yeah. play any of those? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Those games were awesome. And it was like a fighting game, but 
you had all these famous rappers in there. Um, it was awesome. Um, and another one that you guys didn't mention, which was amazing, was God Hand. Uh, it was, oh, yeah. Not familiar with God Hand. Um, it's very anime-ish, I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, martial arts kind of like go through and you beat people up. But then you do like weird things like you could kick somebody in the butthole or, you know, you could punch them so hard that they go into the sun and you just see like a little like a cartoon. Um, but the PlayStation 2 was doing stuff that for me was like awesome. It was not only my game console, but it was my entertainment console. You know, it did more than anything else. So people, you know, at this time, still people that played games a lot, I, I feel was not socially acceptable as it is now. Oh, you still play games at your age? Well, yeah. Um, but it's like, oh yeah, I watch my Blu-ray or I watch my DVDs on there or, you know, whatnot. But for me, that next one is PlayStation 2. Um, so obviously my number one is, is PlayStation 4, but we'll go about that later. Yeah. But yeah. What about you, Alex? I'm not shocked at anything you say at this point. Well, yeah, because there's two left, huh? exactly (laughs) um so my next one is the ps3 so i think the reason why um this is on my list so high is um i didn't get a ps3 until nino kuni came out i saw a trailer for that and i said i want this system and i bought ps4 later that year um it just manifested it's just uh, (laughs) he thinks and it and it appears i'm impressed alex so yeah, I um so yeah, I bought a PS3, um yeah for Nino Cooney, but like the PS3, good things about it, um, it was like the store sucks, but it it was the first like system on a console that like had like um for like Sony that had like a working store, yeah, working. I was about to say, yeah, Xbox Live blew it out of the water back then, yeah. unfortunately, but yeah, yeah it was. It worked, though. It did work, man. And if that was your first console for that generation, I get it, dude. Yeah, but, like, it has um, it has PS1 classic, classics on there, too. Uh, it also has PS2 classics. So it had Persona 3 Fez. It has Persona 4. Um, I don't know. There's just random stuff on there that it has. Um, the PS3, the original controller isn't good. The 6-axis is really light and horrible. Um, in my opinion, like the DualShock Three, like is better. Definitely, it's not it's not PS4 quality, but like it's now it's, was um was the DualShock not available at launch at all? Was it just no. six axis? Okay, it was only six axis. Wow. I want to say. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I don't honestly remember. I was just curious. Hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, the DualShock um Three is definitely better just because it has that weight from the Rumble Pack and stuff in there rumble pack you know what i mean <laughs> rumble yeah, feature yeah. um see yeah it was it was my first blu-ray player and it was also um basically like my first real <laughs> um entertainment console as well like i talked about the ps2 a little bit like how like you can make that your entertainment system sure and watch dvds and stuff on it but ps3 for me like it played my blu-rays it played my netflix it played my hulu youtube all that sort of stuff all in the one for a year until i got ps4 um but let's go into the games right now um yeah talked about uncharted earlier uncharted came out on here um definitely those first three are very good um still play well enough i feel even on ps3 
Um, this type of era had good games like Bioshock. Uh, talked about Nino Cooney earlier. Um, Persona 4 arena games, just fighting games in general. Street Fighter 4, um, Rock Band, and like The Last of Us. Um, the good thing about like the controllers um, or like the way the controller um, switching mechanism, I guess, in the system worked. Uh, it just worked way better than Xbox uh, 360 at the time because 360, in order to like change which position you were in, you had to do this weird thing like, okay, everyone, take out your battery pack. Yeah. Okay, now you do it. Now you do it, and then whoever turned on the controller first would hopefully be player like, one. I just want to be player one. Halo Three, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, dude, that was so frustrating. But with like PS3 was really awesome for like uh, fighting games and stuff like that. So like, if you had an extra controller, if you had like a uh, a fight stick or something, you'd be able to go and uh, hold down the PlayStation button, go to the controller or switch controllers or controller settings or something, and you could just choose like which controller you want to be, and you click on it, and then all of a sudden you're player one, all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're player two. It hey. works really well for those types of parties. Speaking of batteries, too, you know, there weren't any. That's where I was yeah. going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was, completely forgot about that. So yeah definitely (laughs) um and yeah it was the first uh playstation console uh yeah uh that's also wireless um with the controllers so that was a new feature in general like Mm -hmm. it just felt a lot nicer to finally not have wires anymore and not have those uh like ps2 wires that you know just don't ever how fit well or feel well or unroll well afterwards don't want to be tethered um, to your uh entertainment console you mean <laughs> yeah like i don't know like especially now the way that um like living room setups and uh gaming rig setups look now um like there's a big tv and there's stuff like tucked away and then your couch is like so far away you couldn't do that back then mm-hmm. uh, until this console until like this generation's so, like 360 and ps3 i mean yeah just flat screens alone reduce the amount of space between you know the the screen and the wall so yeah that's like a good foot or two sometimes but yeah that's my number two nice well it's okay we're all allowed to be wrong guys well yeah my number one let's go baby the ps2 uh launched in japan march 2000 um and let's see october 26th 2000 in north america so that's cool um yeah ps2 just had like you know all of my favorite games guys <laughs> like um i've heard a lot of people over the years have this discussion and a lot of people rank the ps2 much lower on their lists because of the type of games that um started you know the uh on this console i i guess uh you, you hear a lot of like big huge franchises started on other consoles and now we're getting to the point where like you know you had god of war you know that initially was on ps2 um so there's there's a few that that started on ps2 but generally speaking when you think of a lot of big titles um they, they did start on either older consoles or a lot of the playstation exclusives specifically you think of ps4 now so um the ps2 kind of got the shaft when it came to to that but it had a continuation of literally all of my favorite franchises um so the tony hawk series was freaking mastered on this console yeah. uh yeah tony hawk 3 i've been playing Three that lately awesome it is so yeah. good man i forgot how good that game was honestly and mm-hmm. uh 
yeah dude just just got the perfect amount of video game dude you start off with stats and uh you know you're you can tell uh every time you put a stat point into your character how much better he is getting and it's just a video ass video game and i love every second of it um the final fantasy series had some very strong um you know iterations on this console with 12 being like literally one of my favorite final fantasy games to play i sunk so many hours into that um you know files that had uh yizmat taken down full license boards uh you know without any of the four times speed modifiers that we get on the remaster today like that kind of stuff took forever back then and i was so willing to do it um you know resident evil 4 dude uh, what continuing with one of my favorite franchises and i loved code veronica too i still actually do prefer some of the older games compared to the way four and up play um but you know like it, both of those are, are great um yeah but i'm one of the weirdos that likes veronica more than four uh you know grand theft auto was great though obviously they touched on that man all three of those games that were out on the ps2 are fantastic um <laughs> so much time spent on vice city just typing in cheats and blowing things up that's all i ever did with those games still haven't beaten one to this day they had uh boulder's gate though uh franchise that kept going but started a new uh you know side series with the dark alliance uh games and then they had Champions of Norath as a follow-up, kind of, yep. which was just even better, like, better storytelling, which is hard to believe, because Dark Alliance did that so well. Um, and more combat, and more levels, and more items, like, it did everything that Baldur's Gate did, and did it slightly better. Um, you know, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, like, just some of the best games on that console, man. Some of the best games in that yep. franchise still to this day. Uh, skateboarding, you know, on Metal Gear 2. One of the coolest things ever. I'm lying. That was actually, I think, exclusive to the Xbox version, if I'm not mistaken. It might be on the the second, like, it's on two. thing. Yeah, I can't remember. The substance. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. whatever that is. Um, whatever Either the way. box thing. Either way, yeah, dude. Both of those Metal Gear games were freaking fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know, Alex, you touched on, like, Dance Dance Revolution and Guitar Hero being, uh, you know, a place for gamers of, uh, what what am I trying to say here, people that loved rhythm games. Like, we didn't have a console to go to before. Like, I had to play DDR, man, in in the freaking arcades growing up Mm -hmm. if I wanted to play DDR. And that was expensive. So I got a dance pad, man, and I could play DDR in my living room. And it was the coolest thing in the world back then. Uh, Guitar Hero, obviously, like... For anyone that knows me is the most influential game of my life and that just you know the introduction of guitar hero 2 back in 2007 um like or guitar hero 1 sorry like that game totally just changed the way i thought about video games and yeah has impacted my video game career more than you guys could ever know so um yeah man there's just so many good games dude i have so many fond memories of a million things i could turn around and look at all of these ps2 games um, stuff like The Sims, you know, I played a ton of. Alex mentioned yep. both of the Ueda games, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco. Um, you know, and this console was also, like, just a multiplayer machine, dude. Um, so many good, like, shooters started to get a little bit better, you know. None of them were great, but I played 13 a lot. I don't know if you guys remember that game. The Ubisoft, um, like, the yeah. cel-shaded, you know, comic book-looking mm-hmm. game. 
yeah, that game was really cool on there, and uh, the Budokai franchise took up a lot of my time with some of my friends. Uh, that was yeah. one of the games, yeah, like, we had a Guitar Hero Club in high school. Obviously, by then, I was playing the um, the 360 version most of us were, and that was, you know, 2006 to show my age. But, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z was one of those games that, like, we snuck into that club, dude, and we were playing Budokai on these large projectors in high school, and... You know, memories like that, dude, I'm just going to have forever. So, a um, couple more games I just wanted to touch on really quick because I have so many of them written down. Uh, everybody go home and play, um, oh gosh, what is it? Shadow Legion? Or Chaos Legion? Sorry, I mixed up my words. Uh, Chaos Legion is so good, dude. One of Capcom's like most underrated games. Um, Spider-Man 2, obviously, from that console was freaking fantastic. And then uh, the Lord of the Rings games were, like, surprisingly good, too. So I just had... Oh, yeah, they were great. Uh, oh, man, I know, dude. And they were all multiplayer, too, so you could play them, you know, on the couch with your brothers or sisters <laughs> or whatever. Um, you guys had mentioned, like, the DVD player aspect of it, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I didn't really have a, a bunch of DVDs to play then myself, I guess, at a VHS for quite a while so i was still rocking those tapes for a minute but uh you know that was also like a pretty revolutionary like feature in a console and it also made that console sell 150 million units so good for them but yeah uh, ps2 definitely man just (laughs) too many good games for me to ignore dude oh 100 i agree also one thing really quick that we didn't touch on yes um the memory cards um those little icons they change if you try to delete them yeah that is cool man and just those icons in general i kind of like miss those dude yeah Uh, why can't they get that creative with like you know save states and stuff yeah i don't know Mm. be great i guess it's streamlined a little bit more now that we don't have to think about it but at the same time it's like one of those things i miss you know i don't know but i liked uh playing like dot hack and then like the grunty or whatever, like the pig things just sitting there. But then if you're like delete and then it starts running away. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few more that did stuff like that too. I just can't remember off the top of my head. The Onimusha one interacted too. When you tried to delete mm-hmm. it, it would slash. Oh fuck. Yeah. Onimusha guys. Jesus. How did I forget about that game? Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Onimusha oh. three is my, one of my favorites. Three, definitely the, you know, the one that plays the best, but uh, mm-hmm. the first one's still my favorite just because like, I, I freaking love that when it came out, the remaster, I started to, get into speed running slightly for it um nothing too optimal but i have the trophy for beating that game in under three hours and i felt so accomplished man like um yeah that franchise is so good and i it's kind of lost now but that console if you go and look at the full games list as well it is just so massive obviously there's a lot of shovelware on it but um within that massive list you will find a very solid like just group of games and it still impresses me, man, like, just how many, yeah, just how many games were on there, dude. Yeah, a ton. It's overwhelming, honestly, yeah. What? Well, obviously, my number one is PlayStation 4. And I want to bring you back to June 2010, I'm sorry, June 10th, 2013, when they were doing their E3 conference. Uh, Xbox just showed off the Xbox One. And... Uh, they were going to show off the PlayStation 4. And there was this big conference, and they come out, and they go, this is how we share games on uh, PlayStation 4, and that's what had me. Uh, and they just handed it over. Uh, Sony has been some, like, a, uh, a company that's been in my life for all. I've owned every single one of these systems on this list. Um, 
the PS4 to me just brought more of what I liked on their system. It brought me to be more of a gamer. Uh, I like, you know, I know Spencer had mentioned earlier, uh, God of War. God of War is beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife does not like video games. She'll sit there and watch that game with me. Uh, the cutscenes, everything they did on that game, fantastic. Uh, you know, Uncharted 4, if you've played the other Uncharted, this was supposed to be like it. This is the end of the series. And they, the, watching that game play on my system, I'm just like shocked at how it looks. Uh, you know, we were talking about how the new stuff on the PlayStation 5 is going to look. Some of these games on PlayStation 4 just looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake right now, and it looks awesome on the mm-hmm. – and it it's so smooth. You know, you think about, you know, I'm an old schooler, so NES, right? <laughs> None of those games were smooth like this. Uh, you know, even when they redid um, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and all the extra stuff, playing those on a PlayStation 4 just blew my mind. Yep. Uh, out of all of these systems on this list, I probably spent the most time on this system. Um, you know, they fixed the store. They fixed being able to connect with friends and play with friends on the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I watch my son do it all the time. He just hits star party, clicks what he wants, and it's done. It's just like everything is streamlined on the system. Um, and, and, you know, even Alex said, you know, for some people, this is their overall console, not just for games, but to do other things, Netflix, Hulu, um, you know, YouTube, and they all run really, really well on the system. Like really well. Oh yeah. Uh, you guys remember you know, how long it took Netflix to load sometimes on PS3, my Lord. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It was horrible. Uh, you know, but some besides God of War, you know, obviously Star Wars Battlefront one and two. Uh, I have well over a hundred hours in both those games. Um, you know, Uncharted four, uh, Far Cry four and five. Uh, you know, and I think the big thing for me is also is I really started to get into uh, these smaller studios. Like we've talked before about the game Blasphemous, uh, smaller studio there. Uh, they have done a lot more independent stuff than I've seen on other consoles. And it just, for me, it's just been the overall system for me. This list was stupid hard. Um, <laughs> I actually had that a little lower, but then I started going into like experiences and things that I experienced watching God of War, that first 20 minutes or whatever is just amazing on that. Um, just watching the story and watching Kratos not yelling and screaming all the time. Um, you know, it was funny because when I started it, spoiler, the the first fight he gets into, um, my wife's like, that guy's slapping him, he's going to get killed. And then that whole fight broke out. That was just amazing. And games like that, it's hard to tell where the cutscene ends and the game starts. So, you know. Nowhere with God of War. Oh, baby. That game yeah. is just so impressive. It, it is. And it goes to show you where they came from. If you look at the PlayStation 1, what they were doing with their original stuff, to what they're doing even now they're starting to do. Uh, Last of Us 2. I mean, looking at those trailers, it is beautiful what they've done. Um, you know, who would have thought you would have like actual paid actors in suits doing motion cap to act out these roles? Uh you know, but that would be my number one system. Cool. Heck yeah, Alex. 
Let's uh, let's top it off with something special here. It's not a surprise I mean, at this point, but you is, know, go ahead and tell us. Is it special? <laughs> um, it's the same as Ben's. It's the PS4. I struggled so hard, guys, to not put a PS4 on top of my list. Now I'm really glad I didn't, though. So. Well, uh, PS2 was actually going to be on top of my list at a time. You guys have the PS2 to thank for PS4 being so high. I mean... Oh, no, I don't doubt that. I just... That's just how numbers know, work, actually. So, you know, I didn't say anything special there. Um, but, yeah, let me try to talk about things that haven't already been said. Um, the design, like the form factor, at least of the original one... Like, I don't really like the glossy part, but, like, the the sleek design in general, it looks very nice on an entertainment stand uh, of the system. Uh, the controller to DualShock 4 is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Feels nice in your hands. Um, just the way that the, the sticks, um, they cave in instead of just being, like, flat rounded, like, rounded. Um, on the outside, like how like PS3, PS2, PS1 were, um, it just feels a lot nicer and it feels snug in your thumbs. Um, Showing it off for you right now, by the way. I can't see it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So, one of these days. Um, but yeah, um, that feels great on it. Um, let's see. There's that touchpad that no one really uses. It's basically a select, giant select button for me. Um <laughs> That's what logging did. button, yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, we, I talked about it earlier, but the sticks on the original PS4 controllers, like, they just kind of rubbed away. It was, it's another one of those, the, whatever, just material that they're using doesn't work right. I imagine and it was just, to keep costs down, probably, or something. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. But um, I had, like, a couple of those types of controllers, and I have two, like, newer controllers, and the newer controllers are fine. But, yeah, it's just those launch PS4 controllers that just, over time, they just wear off, and then eventually it's just plastic nubs instead of the the rubber part on there. Um, we talked about some games earlier, um, brought up Horizon Zero Dawn, which is now not an exclusive since it's going to be on PC soon. Um, Spider-Man is awesome. It's very, very good. Looks great. Plays great. Uh, it's better than Batman. Um, okay. Let's now. See. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's better we than will, all the Arkham games combined. We're having a special about that. Ugh. I think you guys need to let's see Kingdom Hearts three. Like it was a hyped up mess. Like the, the fan base or the, the fake fan base made it a mess. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, um, they're if you played, if they're buying it, man, and that game sold too many copies, I just I don't believe there's that many real fans out there for Kingdom Hearts, honestly. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's coming from one of them, okay? Yeah, but like, so Kingdom Hearts three sold, yeah, like you said, a lot, but a lot of people hate that game because they only play one and two, and there are so many other games in that franchise, but they don't care. <laughs> Because they're like, oh, no, those are all spinoffs, but they're not spinoffs. But once you played all the other games and then play 3, 3 is a little less meatier in like the the levels and everything, or the amount of levels. But the level design and how big the levels are, how the game plays, um, even like the DLC and stuff, um, 
plays very well and feels very rewarding. Um, we talked about God of War earlier. Um, Last of Us Remastered is the way that I played The Last of Us for the first time. Um, one of the reasons for that was I was working at GameStop when The Last of Us came out Cheers, on the PS3. And uh, someone returned it or sold it the next day, and they spoiled the ending for me. Oh, my God, dude. That's yeah, something I will not cool. miss, dude. Mm. Yeah, I was like, cool, thanks. I wasn't going to play that. I'm pre- I said like something along those lines. <laughs> um, I was just mad, and then so then I just forgot about the game, and then I played it later. And I loved it. Um, yeah, Uncharted Four is such a good game, and that's primarily um, th- that system is primarily where I played the Uncharted series. Like I played one on the PS One. Uh, I played a little bit of PS One. One on the PS Three. Um, I played a little bit of two on there as well. But like uh, I played that Nathan Drake collection, and I played four. And Lost Legacy is very, very good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Detroit Become Human played kind of recently since it was on a PlayStation Plus, like, free one of those free games. Mm-hmm. And that game just looks amazing, plays amazing. I love just the way that you after you beat the game, you can look at the timelines and all the different, like, what you could have done for your actions and just go back in time and choose something different. Yeah, I've sure made cleaning up trophies a lot easier on that game. That's for sure. Yeah, I've only played it once uh like through the whole thing once and it was very very enjoyable um eventually i'll probably go back and try to do different things or just play it on my own and see where i end up mm-hmm. maybe it's, i'll make different choices yeah, totes worth it yeah but yeah ps4 great system good stuff man good stuff i think we all had some pretty solid lists there um, you know, except PS2 mm-hmm. wasn't at the top of every one of them, so I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry for all you listeners out there. The top made, three. They made terrible lists. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, guys. Of course, <laughs> yeah. No, I I struggled so hard for real. like I like I said, yeah, with those top three. Honestly, like it could literally be, uh, man, a dice roll for those any given day. Oh yeah, it was it was definitely it was hard, and I redid this list a couple times, but. I I feel good where my list is, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. So. I think I think we did an outstanding job, guys. We've been recording for an hour and thirty minutes too. I know. I don't think yes, see that on your end. So, yeah, I think that was a good episode, y'all. Let's wrap it up, shall we? Cool. Yes. Um, definitely check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I know we're gonna start doing some giveaways on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check us out. Also. Um, it'd be really great for you guys to listen to us and then maybe give us a review on iTunes. Oh yes. You know, uh, anything that, anything on there that can help us grow, that's what we want. Uh, definitely having a good time doing this. So, you know, definitely help us out there on that feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, do you guys got anything else to plug or, uh, follow me on Twitter, rest naps legs. And, uh, yeah, oh, we're wow. going to be doing a, facebook giveaway so by the time you guys hear this let's see oh (laughs) we're a little late to the recording we're recording this the day before it goes live so if you're hearing this the day it goes live i will be starting a giveaway in two days but that'll be starting on friday so i look forward to that cool Mm -hmm. all right well guys get at it get at it get at it